This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York City. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. Over 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do it. All my friends, they come around for the fun party, rats on the west side, bed bugs, sometimes what a mess, it's not tatter, my brain splattered all over Manhattan, should do me. Shake it Are you with us tonight from New York? Eight, five, five, two, one, two. 4227 is the number to get on the bench. It's our toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money if you just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. I mean to tell you, what is the deal with the Redskins tonight in this case? Keenum, how awful does he look? He just threw another interception to HaHa Clinton Dix, his second one. He returned one for a touchdown to open the game. And now that's three picks. They got to get him out of the game. He's just terrible. Three picks. He lost a fumble. Uh, he's looked really bad tonight. Why are – what is this – they're going to fire Gruden. Well, yeah. That's, he, that's he's getting happen. fired. He, he's so bad. It, it's so honest. They are actually getting worse by the year that he's been there. They're actually getting worse. I agree with that. Here's what here's the thing, and I was just saying to you before we started, you know, maybe just in the second half, you put Haskins out there just to see what he has. I guess the other side of the coin is that's like the best defense in football out there. So throwing Haskins to that Wolves uh, probably isn't the best idea either. But, man, Keenum has been awful tonight. Uh, there's absolutely no reason not to throw him out there now. For, forget all that, uh, you know, the best defense stuff. I mean, this game's already over. Why not let him go out there and learn the hard way? Right. Tell him when you put him in. Like, listen, kid, we're not expecting much from you. We just want to see, you know, you out there and get some experience. We're not expecting you to bring us back. Just go out there and learn some stuff. They suck. Oh, my God. I don't know who's worse. The uh, Think about it. In the NFL, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Redskins, the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers are as bad as that uh, 0-3 mark. Uh you know, no Rudolph looked pretty good yesterday. He looked okay. They could have won that game. They just didn't. Bottom line, but bottom. Connor doesn't fumble that ball away. They got a great shot to win it. This is the bottom of the barrel. The the bottom feeders in the league. This team is anemic. I mean, this is so terrible. This shouldn't even be allowed to be on national television. You know what I mean? It it, it shouldn't even be allowed to be on TV. If they put that guy out there, he just missed the field goal. It's twenty eight three. If they put that guy back out there. They are absolutely stupid. And I'll tell you another thing. They got to fire this coach. It's got to end. The bleeding has to stop. I mean, can you imagine how far they have fallen since this guy's been the head coach? <laughs> I mean, they are absolutely one of the worst franchises in the league now. Can you believe it? The Washington Redskins, they don't even matter. I mean, they're just oblivious now. They are bottom feeders. 
How can you let this happen? How can Daniel Snyder let it happen with the money that this guy has spent on this football team? Think about it. Seriously. How, I mean, it's pathetic. I don't even know what I'm watching. This is a disaster. Do you think they're going to fire this guy after this game tomorrow? Tonight? No, I don't think that they'll, it'll be that quick. I, it would have to get it's the in-season firings in the NFL. It takes a lot for that to happen. I don't know when their bye week is, um, but they're playing the Giants next week. I mean, on the road though, we saw how good the kid was yesterday for the Giants. He should be able to light him up. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's it's possible. Yeah, but now he's also but... gonna be missing Saquon, so that's a big loss for them. He didn't play yesterday. He didn't play in that whole comeback so either. He had nothing to I do mean, with it. I just think maybe you think that's a game maybe they can win next week. I don't know. I don't oh, think. Oh, I guarantee you. I don't think zero and three. Because you got to remember they were in the Philly game, right? They didn't play awful against Dallas last week. This is the first time the Redskins have really looked awful out of their three games. I don't know. I, I think it'd take a little bit more. Zero and five. Zero and six. Maybe that's when you're you're cutting the cord. It's unbelievable. Uh, Frank Schwab will join us from Yahoo Sports talking NFL here at 20 past. And then at 11.20, second hour, Jerry Hinnon, our college football insider on the bench. So uh, in yesterday's action, the Rams beat the Browns in Cleveland. The Chiefs survive a late push from the Ravens. And the Niners move to 3-0 after a turnover-filled game and win over the Steelers who fell to 0-3. And then uh, we want to hear from you. Who impressed you the most on Sunday? In college on Saturday, Georgia beat Notre Dame 23-17, stopping a late Irish comeback. They had a chance to win the game. They had the ball last. Wisconsin embarrasses Michigan. And how about UCLA? They come back from 32 points down in the third quarter to stun Washington State. How crazy was that? It was 49 to 17, and they literally came back and won the game. How bad is that for, on, I mean, seriously, on Mike Leach's team? They'll never live that down. Really bad night for them. And I just thought it was funny when I woke up Sunday morning because I didn't, I didn't make it to the end of that game. Um, we talked about UCLA a lot last week about how when's Chip Kelly going to get the offense going? They've only scored like 20 points in each game, they're entering Pac 12 play now. And sure enough, he gets a 32-point comeback on the road on Saturday night. Just a a huge win for UCLA to start the. I can't believe they game. put this guy back in, Keenum. I, I honestly, I can't look how bad he is. He's just throwing balls out of the sidelines. He's so awful. They got to get him out of there. I mean, honestly, this is laughable. This isn't even pro football. He should be in the XFL. Final week of the baseball regular season and the wild cards still up for grabs in both leagues, but the Cubs lost weekend at home to the cards, put some four out with the Nats and Brewers in the driver's seat for the NL wild cards. I mean, seriously, that's over, isn't it? Isn't like the... Yeah, it's going to be Brewers-Nationals in the wild card game. Although the Brewers, I guess, could still get the Cardinals, right? Can the Brewers still catch the Cardinals? Well, I don't know about... You mean in the division... Right. Yeah, I don't know. In uh, terms of who's going to be in in the National League, it's pretty set. The Brewers, uh, they're three back. They're, uh, I don't see that happening. They're gonna, yeah, they're not going to win the division. They're not going to win the division. St. Louis is already in. So basically in the National League, what you have in the last week is who is going to host 
that NL wild card game, Washington or Milwaukee, because they're even right now, right? So that's going to be in the last week is who's going to have the home game next week in the one right, game. Right, because they have, like, the same record. So that's on the line in the NL. Milwaukee's got one more win. I think they've played one. Yeah, they've played one more game than that. Right. Oh, no, no, they're they're one game. Are they one game? Up? 86 and 70. They're they're tied. They're 85 and 69, Washington. Oh, they've played two more games than them. Yeah. Oh, Washington has a doubleheader with Philly either tomorrow they or They do, Friday. tomorrow. Tomorrow they have a doubleheader. And then in the AL, you still have three teams for two spots. Uh, here's what's going to happen. Uh, the Cubs and Mets are finished. The Cubs are going to fire Madden. Right, and then Joe Girardi will be the next manager of the Cubs. Probably. That's the job he's been waiting for since he left the Yankees. Is the Cubs? Yeah, that's why he hasn't taken any other jobs. He wants the Cub job, and he was willing to wait in TV until it came around. And now it has. It looks like it's going to. Do you think Theo will hire him? I don't know. I think it's going to depend on how much Theo wants to be able to control right. who's in the manager seat because I think that's been one of the things with Madden. I don't think he's controlled Madden at all. Well, that's the thing. Madden is a is an older, old-school manager. It's not going to allow that. Girardi kind of is too, which was part of the thing with him and Cashman. Maybe that wouldn't be the best mix. The best mix. If he doesn't get that job, uh, you think he'll get another one and take it or just – There'll be some jobs out there for him. San Diego, that's available now. Yeah, Andy Green got fired, right? That job might be available. The Mets? Maybe. Do you think he would like the Mets job? Open for sure. The Mets will be open for sure? That would be open. After the way he blew this you know, chance at the playoffs with just stupid move after stupid move and that Van Wagenen didn't hire him, he's going to get rid of him and bring his own guy. If he has to choose between Mets and Cubs, he's going to the Cubs. Yeah, uh, I would the think Cubs so. Cubs isn't available to him. All right, first up, Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports. We'll talk NFL. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, Frank Schwab of NFL on Yahoo Sports joins us uh, to talk about everything that went down uh, in the NFL on Sunday pain day. And, of course, this Redskins game tonight, uh, boy, do they look terrible, uh, you know. Not only that, the kicker, he's missed a couple, right, and then missed an extra point. Am I am I imagining things? This guy just keeps shanking kicks. What is going on? And and their quarterback, he threw a TD, but Keenum has been terrible. We were, we Oh, they went for two. We were talking, Frank, about this uh, Gruden can't be long for this world at, at this job. It's got to end, finally, the bleeding. Yeah, I, I even wonder if – does he make it through tomorrow morning? I mean, it's I mean, that it, bad. <laughs> if, if this – Look, if I mean maybe the final score ends up to the point where Daniel Snyder is not furious at the world and and he survives a little longer, but this is just awful. I, and you know there were this is, we all think of Daniel Snyder as this impatient guy, right? And he is, but there were eleven coaches in the NFL who had spent this was at least their fifth year with their team. Gruden was the only one with a losing record. And Gruden was the only one without a playoff win. He has been strangely patient with Jay Gruden. And it hasn't paid off at all. Their game plan tonight stinks. Their talent level is bad. There's just not one positive thing about the Washington Redskins franchise right now. And you have to, you have to assume that, that Daniel Snyder is just sitting in his box just fuming. Watch. Can you believe that uh, they wouldn't put Haskins in after this guy throws three picks and they're getting their ass beat like this in their building on national television, that he wouldn't put that kid in at this point? I think that should get him fired. 
Yeah, maybe. I, I think the only counter-argument to that is the, the Redskins line is so bad that you don't want that kid going in there and, and just getting his tail handed to him. I think that's, that's the state of affairs in Washington right now, where you are such a bad football team that you don't want to expose your rookie first-round pick to being out on the field with these guys. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, if that doesn't tell you something about where Washington is, I don't know what, the, I don't know what else to say. Is Reed's career over, Jordan Reed? I, th- I you know what I don't know I I I can't well, I don't want to make a decision for a guy but part of me does hope so I mean it just boy you wonder about the guys your quality of life after football I mean I know football is important to him I'm sure and you know that's how he makes his money and he hate to tell anybody what to do but at some point Jordan it's this is this is dangerous territory for him, and I just hope whatever he chooses, whatever happens, I hope everything turns out okay for him. He's had uh, massive concussions, and they won't let him play. I don't think he should play. What did you think of the uh, Rams holding off the Browns last night in Cleveland? I think when it comes to the Rams, I know they're 3-0 and coming off the Super Bowl and all that, but they haven't impressed me at all. I just wonder, is Jared Goff good? I, I mean, I, I know he's solid, but... He ain't the $110 million guy. I don't know really if if they're ever going to compete for a title with him. I, but, again, they're 3-0. Oh, I think the Browns handed it to him yesterday. Freddie Kitchens just has too much on his plate. I just Sometimes the, the, the step up from jobs is just too tough for guys. There are guys Sean Payton can call a game and be a great head coach. God bless him. Great. Not everybody can do that, and now it seems like Freddie Kitchens is more Ben McAdoo than a, than a Sean Payton, where it's just too overwhelming. And I, it, the offense has not been good. That draw play on fourth and nine or passing four straight times on the five-yard line, it just it doesn't look good for the Browns right now. I'm really wondering that maybe they're just not good. Maybe I, I, don't, I don't know that necessarily Baker Mayfield's overrated, but he sure doesn't look good. And their, their coaching staff sure looks it over his head. It's just uh, it, it's. It's just not good news in Cleveland right now. Do you think that, um, because he comes across uh, to me, this is just my observation of him, like he's angry at, uh, like he's, there's something pathetic about him. He's like mad at the media because he can't uh, make the right calls and then he wants to get in a fight with a bunch of writers after the game. It's embarrassing. Yeah, and it's one of those deals where, again, this is part of the job that he wasn't exposed to before. He was that's half a year as an offensive coordinator, interim offensive coordinator, and you're basically insulated. You're you're sitting in your in your office and devising these game plans and breaking out film and doing what probably he's pretty good at, I guess. He had a good half season, but everything changes when you move one one seat over to the left. To use a basketball term, it's it's a different deal. You're dealing with the media and criticism and everybody jumping on you all the time and whatever drama there is in the locker room that we might might or might not know about. It's a different job, and he doesn't seem like he's handling it too well. And you just wonder, like, I get why they hired him, but you do have to wonder now, is it was that a mistake? Are they going to have to kind of walk this back if, if the season doesn't get on track pretty soon? I mean, maybe they uh, very well could. I mean, most of the time they give the – I guess. I mean, they give these guys four or five years. But if, if it's really bad, I don't think it'll be really bad, though, because I think they got a lot of talent. Frank Schwab with us from Yahoo Sports. What do you think of uh, Daniel Jones and the his performance on the Barkley injury, how that will affect the Giants? Yeah, it, I mean, first with Daniel Jones, this is what he was in the preseason, too. You watch that guy, and you're saying – Okay, now now this is what Dave Gettleman saw, and if if Gettleman wants to take a little bit of a victory lap right now, he's entitled because a lot of people pounced on him. Uh, some of it was unfair, 
everybody freaked out when they drafted him sixth so instead of waiting for 17. Well, they didn't know he was going to be there 17. I've never liked that argument. He stood on the table for a guy and said, I like Daniel Jones. I'm going to take him sixth. He's going to be a good quarterback. And everything about him screams that he is pretty good. He was like 29 or 34 in the preseason, and he was throwing the ball downfield. He's, he's athletic. He seems to know where to go with the ball. He can extend plays. He's not scared. He's got that, that ability. Unlike, he's kind of the opposite of Marcus Mariota right now, where he doesn't mind letting it fly and taking some chances. So, like, everything about him, and it's what we saw in the preseason. Now, his job gets tougher without Saquon Barkley. Look, Saquon's one of the best players in the NFL, and that's the kind of injury that if you come back too soon, you're just not the same guy. Uh, so I think the Giants have to be really careful. Don't bring that guy back too early. It's it's just one of those that if you bring him back too early, it's just going to ruin his entire season. No doubt about it. Frank Schwab on the show of sports. Do you think uh, that was a good game in Kansas City, Mahomes and Jackson? Uh, I thought it played out the way uh, it should. I mean, it was close to the line. It was just a, a good game. Yeah, and you know what? Yeah, the Ravens come out of there, and they're probably thinking, boy, if we would have done this that, we we could hang with that team. They're probably not scared. If they got to face that team again in the playoffs. But I can't believe how good Patrick Mahomes is. I said before the season, everybody's talking about regression, and I agreed and said, look, if Patrick Mahomes goes out there and throws 5,050 again, we're going to have to start talking about maybe we're seeing the start of the greatest career in NFL history. I don't even think that's hyperbole because – Nobody has ever thrown back-to-back 55,000 seasons. Manning's the only one to do it, period. And now Mahomes might do it. He might go two for two in his first two seasons. He's he's at 10 touchdowns already. He looks so good, even without Tyree Kill in the lineup. He went out Damian Williams yesterday. It just doesn't matter. He is he's a, he's the best player in the NFL right now. The Kansas City should be just thrilled to have that guy. And you wonder how aggressive they're going to get with something like a Jalen Ramsey trade because they need to be looking at this and saying, our Super Bowl window is wide open right now. We're, we're not paying Patrick Mahomes $50 million a year yet. We need to t- take advantage of this to try to get our, our ring right now. Uh, Frank Schwab, what is Yahoo Sports? What do you think of the Bills, the way they've jumped out 3 uh, nothing? A lot of people still don't believe in them because of who they played. I don't buy that. Uh, anytime you win in the NFL, it's not easy. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that we're looking at a team with a really, really good defense. I, I like their defense coming into the year, and that's really paid off for them. I, a lot of young guys, a lot of young talent. McDermott's a good coach on that side of the ball for sure. I'm not entirely sold on Josh Allen, but he has his moments. He's getting better. He's got the skills. He, he could, he could be that guy. We'll know after Sunday. I don't even know. I think they have to beat the Patriots. I don't think they will beat the Patriots. But there's going to be a big difference between did you get blown out? Did you get? Did you lose 24-3? Or did you hang with them and you know maybe you got clipped in the in the final two minutes by a Goskowski field goal or something? I, I really think we're going to learn a lot about them. I, I'm not blown away yet. Um, you know they they fell behind 16 zip to the Jets and okay they beat a Eli Manning Giants team and they had they they blew a lead against the Bengals at home. So I'm not sure I'm, I'm totally sold. But hey, I could be sold after Sunday, even in a loss. If they come out and play the Patriots tough, I'll be I'll, I'll jump on their bandwagon. What did you think of Kyle Allen? He's done this before, where he came in for Newton and had a game against the Saints and threw some bombs. I thought he looked even better against Arizona. Looked great, and now you know you don't get to play the Arizona secondary every week. They're terrible, but he looked in control. Looked like he had a lot of poise. I, I was impressed, and you just wonder. Look, Kevin Newton ain't losing his job yet. 
but what if Kyle plays well this week? What if he you know gets a week five start and plays well again? All of a sudden, zero and two becomes maybe three and two. It's going to be complicated. Let's put it that way. And I think what we have to start looking at with Cam is if Kyle Allen plays well enough. The Panthers are basically not on the hook for Kyle New- or Cam Newton's contract after this year. They can cut him at a pretty big cap savings. Is it going to be worth it for them to have, a, I think he's a $22 million cap hit or something next year? Uh, if We don't even know what he is kind of anymore as a player. He's, he's just different because he's not running anymore. He's not great from the pocket when that's his only dimension. I'm really interested. I love Cam Newton. I've loved watching him play so unique. But we have to wonder, We maybe we're seeing the changing of the guard, especially Kyle Allen, he's playing like this. How about uh, Deshaun Watson, that performance he put on in L.A. yesterday? Man, he is so good. He is so much fun to watch. I, It's amazing he wasn't the first pick of the draft. Now just you look back and you just say, well, why wasn't he? he? He was so great at Clemson. And then he just came in and he, he is – there's maybe five quarterbacks in the league, six, seven, that just – you can put them with any coach, any scheme, any teammates that are going to succeed, and he's one of them. He is just fantastic. He's so much fun to watch. I think he's going to win an MVP before he's done, as long as Mahomes doesn't win like 11 in a row or anything. He, he's just incredible. He's tough. He takes a ton of hits behind that terrible line. I don't think Bill O'Brien's a great coach, but yet here Deshaun Watson is just making it work. I, I am blown away by how good he is, and he's, he's just great for the game. He's just one of those instant superstars you can it's just so easy to root for that frank great stuff tonight always a, a pleasure having you on the bench thanks for coming on cbs sports radio enjoy the rest of this crappy game <laughs> no doubt i appreciate it all right frank schwab of yahoo sports welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it you're listening to pharrell on the bench PharrellOnTheBench.com is always striving to be the best, always improving, giving you more. PharrellOnTheBench.com, the best site is getting better, better picks, better choices, better price, every sport, every day, every play. PharrellOnTheBench.com, sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. Uh, All right, 855-212-4227. Anyway, you see it's like, it must be pouring outside or something. Are you, are you watching like our TV's going out every five seconds now? Our ears going out? Yeah, it must be something. I think we got a little situation outside. It was supposed to start pouring at like 40 past the hour. And sure enough, our TV's just went out. I mean, it's just crazy. Anyway, I'm watching. They, did they just score another touchdown, the Redskins? I think they did. So... They're making like a little comeback here, but they're they were down so much. Is it possible, Carver High, that they could uh, get back in this game? I know one thing. I hope they stop scoring. That's for sure. I don't. There's no way they're winning this game. Not winning. I, I mean, I don't. I don't need another touchdown after this, and we start getting dicey in terms of the lines. Oh, the spread. So they're going for two now. I can't even watch the play because the TVs are going out. So I have no idea. Doesn't look good though. Incomplete. I just can't. There's no play. I can't see anything. I just saw he did, that he didn't catch it. Yeah, I mean, the mighty Bear D's let them get a couple touchdowns here in the second half. Yeah, because they've quit trying. Right. 28 nothing. that was enough for them. Well, they were moving in to score, but I think Norman picked off a pass. Norman did get a pick at the goal line. But this game is terrible. 
You have to admit. Well, get ready. Next week you get the 0-3 Bengals and the 0-3 Steelers on Monday Night Football. Well, I can live with that because uh, I, I like the Steelers. The Steelers. So I can live with that. They got some rough ones coming up on Monday Night Football. So uh, tell me about uh, what you thought of the Bills game yesterday. They came back. Uh, they were up 14 nothing, and then quit trying. Should have been No, 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 no. They should have been up a lot more. They blew that first half. Uh, the defense was awesome. They had like 275 yards of offense, the, the Bills did, and every time they got inside the 30, so it was like the Jet game. Instead of picks, just so, dumb things were happening. Penalties, missed plays. I mean, they should have been up over 20 points in the first half. So you left that going to the locker room feeling, man, the defense has absolutely smothered them, and you should be up by a lot more. And the game Next thing kinda, you know, they were losing. Well, the game kind of changed. Allen, who, listen, has been a lot better this year. He's improved. You could tell just by watching him. But he still has a lot of hero ball in him. And he makes a lot of really unbelievable plays. And I think that that kind of gives him the, the juice to make him think that he can do it all the time. And he had a play where he just a ball he should never throw over the middle. He was about to get sacked. Cincinnati picks it off. They score a couple plays later. Suddenly it's 14-7. Then another uh, mistake, I forget what it was. Gave them the, they went right down the field, 14-14. And I think Bill teams in the past, when they got down 17-14, probably lose that game. But the kid brought him right down the field and uh, got him the win. Seven plays, 78-yard drive. Yeah. So, and then the defense capped it with a pick to uh, end the game. I saw that. John Brown and Cole Beasley were brought to Buffalo. Um, and obviously, uh, do you like having them? Have they been good for you? They've been excellent. This is what we talked about the entire offseason when you asked me about them. They brought in veteran guys who have been in the league a long time on the offensive line and at receiver to help Josh Allen get better. He's already gone. I know it's three games. He was, what, a 53% passer last year? Everybody got on him about his completion percentage. 70% this year through three games. So he's completing a lot more, more accurate, because he's got professionals around him, and he's making better reads. And he's still doing it with his legs when he has to, but he's also making some safer throws, aside from the one unbelievably hard one that he had yesterday. Could you even believe, Mavia, that your uh, team covered, the Jets covered against the Patriots, that 22-and-a-half? I couldn't believe it. And the way they covered is so ridiculous, too, that they get it on a special team's you know, fumble recovery because they end up knocking Gettleman out with a chest injury, so the guy that they put in to take the punt for him fumbles it, and they just pick it up in the end zone. And then that they, the one time the Patriots lit off the gas, all the time we talk about how Belichick loves to rub it in. Like he he plays it like it's a college game where you get like the style points for blowing people out and always rubs it in. The one time he doesn't, puts it in his back and instead of throws a pick six. So the, the way he covered his a special teams in the defensive touchdown. The offense did nothing all game. Still they cover. Yeah, what I mean, a- it was just unbelievably uh just dumb luck that they covered. I, I look, it is what it is. You cover, you cover. I mean the the special teams play where the ball just just keeps rolling and rolling into the end zone and a jet guy falls on it on the one play. And then they put the kid in for the pick six. Brady was sure right back out there after that, right, to finish the game. Brought Brady right back out after stood him through that uh, pick six. So they let him play. He got picked, and then they sat him down. Brought him right out. Brady was back in the game. Wow. But it's, you know, one – there was two huge spreads. One covered, one didn't. One almost co- – they almost both covered. They almost both covered. Well, the Cowboys, Cowboys scored got, late. A, got a late score to get it. 
and the Jets got two miraculous touchdowns late, you know, to to cover. So and that was the irony because when you looked at the games at halftime, it looked like the Pats were just gonna blow it out, easy cover, and that Dallas was the one that was struggling. They should have been losing at halftime. You know, they had a touchdown that once again, uh, you know, it gets dropped. They end up only down three, but they could have been down easily at halftime. And instead, they end up blowing them out in the second half. So the Cowboys beat the Dolphins 31-6, and they're now 3-0 and and 2-0 and at home. And uh, they have a big game now in New Orleans on Sunday night uh, upcoming. The Sunday night game is on, um, you know, Bourbon Street. And uh, the Saints looked really good yesterday in Seattle. Bridgewater beat them. They went out there and beat the Seahawks. That's a huge win for them. Do you think they'll be able to go home and beat the Cowboys? Because the Cowboys are unbeaten. They're good. And the Saints look good yesterday, real good. They'll have a good shot. I think it's going to be a little tougher, though, because I think you didn't know what to do with Bridgewater coming into that game. There wasn't any tape on him, really, as the New Orleans starter, except, you know, at the end of last season when they just threw him in there to say Breeze. Now you know what they're going to do with him. Now you've seen the tape that they're going to throw a lot of short, safe passes and try to let Kamara and those guys do what they can with it. They're not going to have him throw deep. They're not going to let him unload like Breeze does. It's going to be, you know, limit what he has to do. And I think the defense for the Cowboys is going to be able to game plan for that a lot better than Seattle did. I think it's the exact opposite. I think that Peyton, you saw this week, when he knows he's going to have Bridgewater playing, he devised the game plan that he wants to for do. For Bridgewater. For Bridgewater. And it worked yesterday, and I think that he'll even change it up a little bit more knowing that he has the Cowboys. I think him knowing that he has Bridgewater as his quarterback, he's going to devise the plan to go against that Cowboy defense. It could be totally different than what he did against the Seahawks yesterday. I thought they played great. Uh, Do you think the Cowboys uh, trip on Sunday night, lose? I think there's a chance that they can, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if the Saints won that game on Sunday night. Especially the way they struggled early against Miami at home yesterday to start that game. They probably weren't taking them very seriously, but still, you could have been losing at the half. And – you got to give a, you know a lot of credit to the Saints to go on the road. I don't do think that, that has anything to do with the Saints game. I think they were bored to death with the Dolphins game. They knew they were going to win that game before they could sleepwalk and beat the Dolphins. They didn't even that. What does that they have did. to do with the Saints game? Because it shows you that they they can't just get up for anything. They they only need that Saints challenge that they can be taken if they they can sleepwalk at times. Yeah, I don't think that game had anything to do with the game that they have upon them. That all that was was a scrimmage. That's what that was. They did whatever they wanted in that game. They were bored to death. They were standing half, on the sideline doing selfies. Half speed in the first half. They didn't even didn't try. Care. They didn't even try. So the Packers are uh, now 3-0, and and they got Philly on Thursday night in Green Bay. And I got to tell you, I think the Eagles look bad. Eagles are in trouble on Thursday night. They're going into a tough spot. They, they're staring 1-3 and three in the face right here. And they were you – know, I know the Cowboys were too, but – a lot of people were on the Eagles to win the NFC East this year. Automatic. Fairly, and fairly Wentz easily. Is, you know, and they talk about him like he's going to go to every Super Bowl. I don't want to go too nuts on Wentz because I'm not, I'm not putting that all on him. Last week, you know, yesterday or last week, I think their last two losses, the Lion game and the Falcon game, I don't think I can put it all on Wentz, to be quite honest. There's a lot of other facets of that team that aren't playing up to their capabilities, whether it be the defense. His wide receivers are dropping balls all over the place on him the last two weeks. Yeah, too. there's Aguilar's no doubt. Aguilar's dropping balls. They're, they're dropping balls Did you balls see the everywhere. guy that was saving yes, babies? I did see that. Nice job by Aguilar, by the way, tonight. He to said invite that, him to the game. Invite him to the game. So nice job by him. 
Yeah, I think both those last two losses, you got to put on the receivers more than you put on Wentz because he threw perfect passes to get game-winning touchdowns, and they dropped him. You had Aguilar the week before, you had Goddard this week. Both those guys had the ball right in their hands where it needed to be, and they screwed it up. Do you think they uh, that they go to Green Bay and win or lose? No. Green Bay is playing well right now. They're not, there's too many injuries right now for the Eagles to win that game. I think the number's four and a half or something. I saw it. Yeah, well that, what's that telling you? I mean, that ju- it's just how, you know? That's a weird line to me if that's the line. It's a it weird is the line. line. That's a lot of points, though. That's a weird line. Do you think it's too many points? I feel like it should be more with the way that the two teams have played. I don't know. I guess I, they still respect Wentz. Vegas, because... That Packer D has been good the first three games. But do they get caught napping because they play four days later they both play four days later but the packers do you think they get caught napping because they just think they got it all figured out they're three and oh and they think they're wonderful i I don't think so that they'll go handle their business well handle their business this is a i mean records aside i get it three and oh one and two like we said eagles are supposed to be one of the best teams in the nfc this year so this isn't going to be no easy game for the pack on thursday night but i'm just saying the eagles got to come out this is their season one and three Especially if the Cowboys beat the Saints and go to 4-0 this week. Eagles need this game bad Thursday night. So this guy, Keenum, has him on third and one uh, at around the 45. They're on 45. He's moving the ball again. They got the ball back. And, oh, how do you drop that first down pass? Oh, my God, dude. Like, get him out. What I mean, I, I can never understand when I watch some of these guys drop these passes right in their hands. Honestly, you're a pro football player making fat money and you can't even catch a pass. No one's around you. It's right in your hands. Did you see him drop that? Jesus. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.